Hello, you are listening to Revive Your Soul with Mindy Joy. And that's exactly what's going to happen, that your soul will be revived. <laughs> You're going to get um, Holy Spirit CPR because I'm going to, not from necessarily me, but hearing the word of God this morning, which is what we're going to focus on. And did you know that you are a carrier of God's glory? If you're in Christ Jesus, you are a carrier of God's glory. And you may be thinking, oh, I haven't accomplished that much. I haven't, I don't have a lot memorized. I'm kind of new to the Bible. Well, you know, when you become born again, um, the Holy Spirit um, comes and lives inside you. And when you become filled with the Holy Spirit, he furnishes, you know, your soul. He, it's like, uh, the Bible says, um, like fire in your bones. Like you're not going to recognize yourself if you just stay with this and let the Lord transform you through his word, his spirit, and just stay with it. And I have a scripture to, I wish I could really break this down and make you understand this, who you really are. But in this short time, in this, just stay with me in this podcast for, I just want to uplift you. Just let yourself be uplifted. Just sit back, get a cup of tea, get a cup of coffee. Um, just relax. You know, there's always all these things that we have to be assertive and we actually have to do them and show up and dress up. Just let me minister to you right now. And it's not just me. I too am a carrier of God's glory and God put it on my heart. I'm not getting anything out of this for free for whoever you are that's listening that you might be in a whole other nation. I don't know who you are. You might hear this 30 years after I make this. You might hear this five minutes after I make this. But this is for you this morning um, that God put somebody on my heart to listen um, to, that needs to hear this. So I'm going to first start with this opening verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, because I'm not going to say something like how to be a carrier of God's glory and not base it on the word of God. You know, I don't have any 411 um, extra, uh, what can I say, extra new idea that's never been heard before that's apart from the word of God, the Bible. So with further ado, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 says in the Passion Bible, we are like common jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. And then verse 8 says, though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. We're not crushed. So first of all, I want to get, like, get your gangster on, get your... Um, whatever that is, get your fighter on. We're not crushed. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes we got to get this attitude like, okay, devil, you know, you did this, you did that. You think you want some of this because you're about to go down. You know, you have the authority in Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus. You have the right to use his name and cast down devils and every foul spirit and every lie from the pits of hell that tries to come against you that ever try to hurt you in your life from the time you were in your mother's womb. So, um, it's time for us to rise up and be the warriors and fighters that we've been made to be, not by our own strength, not by our intellect, not by our degrees, not by how long we've been in the gym, not by our success rate, not by our high achievement rate, not because we have so many friends, not because other people say it about us, but maybe nobody thinks that. Maybe you don't have one friend in the world right now. I've been there. Maybe, maybe that's where you're at. Let me be the voice 
of what the word of God says about you this morning, that um, you have extraordinary overflow of power that God has bestowed on you as his child because you received Jesus Christ and a right to you to operate in a victorious lifestyle, to come out of whatever challenge you are going through right now. And I just declare it to be so in Jesus' name. And though you're ex experiencing, it says, every kind of pressure, it could be mental, it could be on the outside, people treating you, financial pressure, um, just um, stuff that is just unfair that you're being treated that you are not crushed. You're not, you're not done, you know, in, in a fight, in a boxing ring, you know, you see the guy, not the other one guy knocked down, he's bloody and, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start to hold up the arm of the other, like, you know, th whatever, 10, nine, eight, or do they go three, two, one? I don't know. But whatever the, the countdown is, um, before they get to the end, the guy gets up like, like, you know, you didn't. And the other guy goes down. So you're not, you know, I want to give you that picture. Um, if you woke up this morning and you have breath in your lungs, uh, you're winning. Okay. The devil couldn't take you out. I don't care if you woke up in a prison cell or whatever. It's not over. It's just the beginning. Today's a day you've never seen before. So with that, it doesn't sound related, but it is. I'm going to the book of Proverbs and I'm going to just start with Proverbs chapter 14, and I'm going to start with verse 2. And I just want to speak into your life this morning what the Word says. And again, I'm reading the Passion Bible, and it says, Lovers of truth follow the right path because of their wonderment and worship of God. So just loving truth and wanting truth, it's a momentum. You're on the right path, friend. You're on the right path. You are. You know, I don't care what you just did this morning or whatever. Right now, this minute, you're on the right path. You're a lover of truth because you would have, that's all I speak is truth in the word of God in these podcasts. So you would be not able to hear this. If you were so full of darkness, you wouldn't be able to hear this. You know, some people might've already shut me off because they're like, oh, that Jesus stuff, Bible stuff. Bleh. And some people, um, they might've felt that way, but they're curious and you're still on. And I'm so honored and grateful that you are because I, I do understand that. And I'm not mad at anybody because I used to be like that. Like, okay, is there another way? Is there another answer? Because I don't want to hear this. Um, you know, for different reasons, my background, I came from a culture where um, I felt that people that represented the Bible persecuted my people and, um, you know, because of false religions and horrible things that were done through history. But I came to find not a religion, not um, a cult, but I came to know Jesus myself and, and experience the love and the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. So I came to find out... Um, that it's more than true, it's more than real. So lovers of truth follow the right path because of their wonderment and worship of God. And I love that word wonderment. It makes me think, you know, when you see um, kids, like they're in wonderment of like, oh, wait, look at that cloud or, um, you know, or a rainbow, you know, if they've seen it for the first time. I, I just love being around kids who've seen, you know, wonderments of God or nature for the first time. Like, look at, wow. Or, you know, they, it's the first time you took them to an amusement park, or it's the first time they ever, you know, ate popcorn or saw a movie or something. And they're like, wow, you know, and, and, um, so, you know, that's, God is fun. I just want to leave that like God is fun because of their wonderment and worship of God, you know, lovers of truth, you know, they follow the right path. So just enjoy God. Let like, just wonder your, your curiosity is a beautiful thing. Just being in wonder of him is, 
is kind of like the springboard to worshiping him. And, and the only, the springboard is, you know, if you're in wonderment, just talk to him and say, wow, you know, thank you for the sky this morning. Like, you know, the sun came out and I thought, you know, I, I was nauseous when I went to sleep or whatever. And now I'm not the, the headache is gone or, um, wow, I have a free day today and the sun's out. And I wound up waking up in sunny California. Like you actually have me live in this wonderful state. You actually, um, you know, you just, you know, you wake up and it's like, wow, you actually have me waking up in this apartment. That's all mine, you know, and, or, or, and you, you gave me a weekend and I get to go back to this job where, you know, it's a respectable job. Like there's so many things to just be in wonderment of. And a lot of times I wake up and I look at my life like Mission Impossible, like what if you just were born like Adam and Eve, like right now, like you were born as an adult and God said, okay, this is your name, this is who you are, this is who, you know, your family is and you just like make the best of it, like like what if you just had no baggage and I heard a minister say, what if, like just act as if you don't have any emotional baggage, you don't have any woulda, coulda, shouldas, no regrets, no guilt, no remorse, what would you be like today and how, how free would you be? Well, if you can't, you know, just, just act, act as if we all know how to act. We do. I don't care if you say, well, I took an acting class and I really stunk. It doesn't matter. We all know how to act because we all got to like, you know, in the morning, you know, suit up, wear something halfway appropriate. Well, it should be all the way appropriate and, you know, show up somewhere and you can't, I mean, we wouldn't be, um, we wouldn't be functioning insane if we just acted any old way all the time and, you know, um, you have to, you know, have certain etiquette, etiquette and show up just to even, you know, conform to a classroom as a kid to conform to being at a dinner table, to conform to being in society, to conform with sitting on public transportation or having the wherewithal to learn the rules to drive. You had to conform to something. You had to like, you know, put on, you know, your, um, you know, your adulting thing, you know, so you can, like, you can conform to the word of God. Like we all have that in us. Um, when you like somebody and you become a friend, you know, you flow with them, you listen to their conversation. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you take their ideas and this is where we're going to go today. This is where we're going to meet for brunch. And then afterwards, you know, we're going to go to this museum or whatever. Like we always are, um, you know, being diplomat, there, there's something in our brain from the time we're born that we learn diplomacy. I mean, um, I just tell you this story, like mom tells my mom tells me when I was a baby, like this kind of blows my mind that, um, I don't know, was I like one years old, a little or something. And, um, they live like in this one bedroom studio apartment or something in Chicago, um, back in the day. And so when, my mom, when I would wake up, my crib was in their room. I would, you know, pull myself up and stand and look at them through the bars. And somewhere in my little babyhood, I knew like I was just stared at them. And unless my mother stirred, you know, I wasn't going to cry like to like get me out of this crib. Like I actually operate in some diplomacy. Like I'm not going to say anything until I see that they're awakening. I'm like, how did a baby know that? I mean, I, you know, I wasn't one of those genius babies, you know, but like just an average baby like picks up things, you know, about um, timing with um, socializing with other people. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Amazing how God made us. So, um, 
you know, back to Proverbs 14, I'm just going to skip around on certain things I was led to speak to you about out of the Passion Bible. So verse 6 in Proverbs 14 says, The intellectually arrogant seek for wisdom, but they never seem to discover what they claim they're looking for. So I want to look at those words, the intellectually arrogant. There's nothing wrong with being intellectual. I mean, we all need help. Thank goodness. Thank God for the intellectual people, you know, that also know Jesus because they, I, I go to them for help. I have coworkers that are very intellectual that I, um, you know, have them, um, proofread things that I, whatever, you know, documents that I made, you know, just, I praise God, my husband's intellectual, you know, I, I praise God to, for people being interesting and having knowledge and, um, you know, we all can't educate in the same field. So where somebody maybe studied being a medical doctor for 12 years, they put all their time in that. And where somebody else, you know, took, you know, in the 12 years was um, learning the art of um, motherhood and having three kids and how to be a teacher and how to, you know what I mean? Like we all spend our time in different honing in different skills. And I have another friend who's a physical trainer and is very knowledgeable about the body and, and the diet and all that kind of stuff and how it affects. And, um, and so, you know, we just all need each other with whatever intellectual gift, uh, you know, or, or blessing God bestowed on us to train and to get knowledge in certain areas. But when you become arrogant, it says the uh, intellectually arrogant, seek for wisdom. Like those that are arrogant and think they know everything and they're not open and they think they know everything about God and they know everything about how everything works and about how everybody, what everybody should do without listening. Um, and you know, that they, um, never seem to discover what they claim they're looking for because there's only one truth and that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. And anything outside of that is not truth. I don't care if you have five degrees from Yale and Harvard and Oxford and Princeton, and you've been in the best universities. And even if you're a theologist and you've been through the, I don't know what it's called, but University of Haifa or whatever, University of Jerusalem, whatever, I don't care where you've been. If you've denied God and all this, and you've never, you know, really sought to have really good teaching in the word of God and haven't, you know, then you don't you don't even know why you're here. You don't even, you, you haven't hooked up with the creator. So how can anything that's been created by something else know their purpose? I mean, even when you order a gadget or you order that very, the furniture from Ikea, um, how can you put that together correctly without instructions, unless you have experience and you've done it before, um, or you actually wrote the instructions yourself? I find that very complicated as a matter of fact, but how can you need to, I mean, how many times have we seen, you know, somebody try to put something together and then their wife or someone says, have you read the instructions? No. And it, it just didn't work and they have to go back to square one or the whole thing fell over or something. So, um, I mean, I would not want to be on an airplane where the inspectors weren't really fully trained and they just kind of like blew it off and go, I don't know, that bolt looks like it's pretty good. I can't like really loosen it. And it seems like it goes over there. I, I don't want to take off like that. <laughs> you know, I, I want the people to really know what they're talking about and really, and not have it to be, well, this is my truth that that looks good. No, you better know the truth of airplanes before I take off in it and how you inspected it, how you built it, how you know for sure there's enough um, gas to get me where I'm going, how you really train these pilots that these pilots are solid. Like you better know your stuff. 
um, before I get on that plane and I pray that, you know, I, I want to know that these people know the truth about flying. Well, I want to, if I'm going to go to somebody about the truth about life and about, um, about consul, I want to know that you know truth and that you're not going to, and if you don't, and you don't know a direction, which way I should go, just say that because none of us know fully, only God knows the full blueprint of all the details about somebody. None of us know it. I don't care if you're a therapist, psychiatrist of the highest echelon or whatever. And and so it says the intellectually arrogant seek for wisdom, but they never seem to discover what they claim they're looking for. For revelation, knowledge flows to the one who hungers for understanding. So we have to hunger for holiness. We have to hunger to know, you know, the God of who created everything. And I remember when I was um, you know, in my late teens and even my teens, like getting on my knees and go, God, whoever you are, please reveal yourself to you. I can't understand why these things are happening to me. You know, I don't remember my exact words, but it was like, life just seems so cold and hard and, and, um, just trying to navigate. Why am I even here? You know, I just like, God, who are you? I mean, I actually remember having that prayer. Um, and it's a very humbling thing and, and to want to know the Lord of Lords, like who's the, will the real God please stand up? There's so many different voices of, you know, follow this, follow that, give your money here, give your money there. Um, you know, you have the voice of your parents who may or may not have the right direction for what your career should be, um, and who you should marry, you know, <laughs> and you have all these opinions from people all around you from, um, and what the media thinks you should do and look like and what your friends think you should do and look like and what your grandmother thinks you should do and look like and what, um, you know, your college counselor thinks you should do and look like. Just no, learn. We got to learn how to hear the voice of God for our direction because not everybody's going to be happy with um, what, you know, God told us to do. And because only he can reveal our true gifts and calling and purpose and talents and genius that's in each one of us. So it says, if you need, in verse seven, it says, the words of the wise are like weapons of knowledge. If you need wise counsel, stay away from the fool. So make sure you go to somebody who really knows God and is prayerful and is humble. Because if they have all the answers for you, and they don't just say, let's pray about this. It's probably not the person you should go to because no human can claim they have all the answers for you. And I remember when I was, you know, newer in the things of faith and God, I so wanted somebody to have all the answers for me. I so wanted to meet a prophet of God, you know, to tell me everything. And my late husband did operate in that office and he never claimed. I mean, it would have been so easy. I'm like, okay, when are we going to have more? You know, we struggle financially. So, you know, at some point, so it's like, okay, tell me when this is going to end. Or I couldn't, we couldn't conceive like for five years. It's like, why, where, what's wrong? But like, he didn't have this hotline more than anybody else. And he used to say, Mindy, the gift, um, the gift of the calling on my life is for other people. It's not to have a Midas touch that, you know, that we just heap every wish and desire upon ourselves. And, you know, and that we have a, um, a free ride to have to walk by faith and not by sight that we just know everything. He said, that's not how it is. You have to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So, you know, you don't want somebody who's just going to make up something for you to feel good. Like, like, you know, a, a, 
a fortune teller, you know, that you pay money to and they look in their crystal ball. It's like, yes, yes, yes. That, you know, tall, dark, handsome man or whatever it is that you're, you know, that you're wanting or that you feel empty about, or, um, you know, it's right around the corner. I see this, you know, and just lying to you. They don't see nothing in that crystal ball, but it, they got dollar signs in their eyes and, you know, watching the clock so that they can get their paycheck when they're done, you know, yapping away at you to give you false hope and false dreams of something they don't know. Um, so you don't want to go there. You want wise counsel from God because that'll show you how to be happy and joyful every day of your life and how to make the most of each moment and lead you to the right, wonderful relationships of people that are going to truly love you and truly um, be a blessing to you. And you're going to, um, navigate and you're going to avoid a lot of pain in your life. Um, it says, for the wisdom of the wise will keep life on the right track. Yes, you want to be on the right track. While the fools only deceive, while the fool only deceives himself and refuses to face reality. So people who you know fools are are people who are um, don't believe in God. That doesn't mean they're not smart. That doesn't mean there can't be some nice qualities about them. But when it comes to truth, when it comes to direction for your life, no. Um, fools mock the need for repentance. That that's a big right there. That is a big red flag. You know, people who like, oh, that's so weak to feel that you know you come before God and um, and that you're constantly examining yourself to see that you're right. Like, I don't need to do that. I already know that I'm beautiful and wonderful, and you know, I already know that um, you know that since I was born, everything is wonderful about me. It's just other people's fault who damaged me. It's what my parents did. It's what if I would have had these parents, I would be. I've heard people say junk like this. Like, well, if I would have had other parents, it's their fault. It's like you are like you know, thirty years old. Seriously. And you're still singing that tune, like everything you do, you stub your toe, it's your mother's and father's fault. You're, you know, like, please grow up. You know, it's like, you know, get with God. Like, um, it's just an excuse not to succeed. It's an excuse to be mean. It's an excuse to be a bully. And, you know, so just, um, you know, use discernment. Um, they don't feel a need for repentance. Repent. They don't feel a need to ever apologize. They don't feel a need that maybe they're wrong sometimes um, to compromise, to be, you know, to walk in love. Um, verse 10, don't expect anyone else to fully understand both the bitterness and the joys of all you experience in your life. Again, don't expect anyone else to fully understand. I've had my first husband and my current husband, it's just amazing. I couldn't, they're over, above, and beyond anything I could ask for, think, for God to send me, you know, someone to do life with. And not only, you know, the first one, but God, when I was widowed, blessed me with a husband for this, you know, older stage of my life that I started life with him at an older stage and already had an 11-year-old. Um, and I have to say, as much as they love me and do really understand me and probably more than other people, I can't expect them to fully understand me, the bitterness and joys of every day of my life. Your parents, you know, we, we, we get mad at our parents because they don't fully understand us. It's not their job to fully understand you. It's nobody's job to fully understand you, but God, don't put that on anybody. Go to God. There's always in this lifetime, there is a... Um, a measure of loneliness you're going to feel all the time because to be um, 
you know, present in your body to be at home in your body is to be absent from the Lord. So the very one who created you and has all the answers, you can only appropriate his wisdom, his glory through faith. You don't, you can't just like dial up God and, you know, you have to work at it. You have to, you know, it's just this human experience on this side of heaven, you know, because this is a fallen world. We live in bodies that, you know, they decay, they, they have an expiration date. So they're not perfect. They're not, you know, getting younger every minute, you know, like, Benjamin Button, but even he, even in that movie, he wound up, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't, um, anyways, I'm not getting into a whole thing about Benjamin Button. It's a pretty fascinating movie, but anyways, I'm going to move on. I think I made that point. Verse 12, um, you can rationalize it all you want and justify the path of error you have chosen, but you'll find out in the end that you took the road to destruction. So you can rationalize all you want and say, you know what? I ain't doing that. I ain't doing the celibacy celibacy thing to marriage till marriage i ain't doing the nice thing i'm not mr nice guy anymore all that stuff or i'm just cutting these people off forget it you know because it's uncomfortable because they speak truth to you or people are, are you know this person is um sick it's not pleasant to visit them in the hospital or the nursing home you just cut off everything that's inconvenient for you um because without god you're we're all very selfish Without the love of Jesus Christ, we're all our, you know, natures to be selfish. And so um, our soulish nature without, you know, uh, our, without being filled with the Holy Spirit, without letting the Holy Spirit guide us, we're all just a mess. You know, our, our flesh and our soul just are very needy. They want attention. They want to, you know, we want to win everything. We want to be the best at everything. We want everybody to tell us how wonderful we are and reassure us. Um, we want life to be easy. We want to be very talented and gifted without sweat and toil. Um, we don't want, you know, we want um, things to be comfortable. We want to eat what we want to eat, yet be in shape. We want to, um, you know, we want to forever stay young. We want hacks for everything. You know, that's the new thing, you know, um, um, fitness hack, you know, um, memory hack. Everything is hack, 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 hack. Buy this pill, buy this machine, um, by this therapy, you know, everything is a hack, but you know, you can, you know, you know, if you are running away from God and do all these rationales and spend all your money and running away, um, then, um, you know, it's a road to destruction, no matter how pretty and beautiful the road looks. And there's, you know, how like certain cities, when I come into my city, in the uh, County of Los Angeles, you know, it's not a fancy city, but at night, they put these little like white lights by the um, city hall and everything. And it looks really pretty. Like when it's dark, everything looks so pretty. When the light's on, it's like, you know, a, um, an average whatever. <laughs> you know, it ain't all that. And, you know, and, 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 you know, I think I've shared before, like, you know, I've been certain places like where I've, you know, massage, um, you know, massage spas and stuff, and the lights are really low. And then at the end, and the, you know, everything's pretty. And when the lights run, I thought, man, there's like cracks in the wall or whatever. It's like this room wasn't as pretty when it was um, dark and, you know, the nice little music was playing and my eyes were closed and um, I was getting a therapeutic massage or whatever. So, okay, verse 15, and we won't go too much longer. A gullible person will believe anything, but a sensible person will confirm the facts. So confirm the facts. Don't just listen. You know, we're getting, we're bombarded with so much information. Well, you know, um, the news said today on channel XYZ and MNOP, they said it. And then this channel, you know, um, 
DVZ or whatever, you know, I'm making stuff up. They said it. Like, who's they? Fact check stuff and don't fact it through fact. Ask God, pray, do learn some science, learn some math, learn some, you know, and even in that where you get a bad report about what's going on in life, I can promise you like, you know, but God said that he would protect you, that he would bless you. Like God's promises never change, no matter what the financial forecast is. Like he will, I mean, I have some testimonies that are way too personal, but um, in the midst of like some of the worst financial situation, or I, I know people very, I've known people very personally where, you know, their jobs were doing layoffs and everybody was getting pay cuts and everything where they, in the midst of that and everything looked really bad, they wound up getting a big promotion like within that um, month or whatever. Like it didn't touch them like that. And certain things, they don't have to touch you like that, you know, so always follow God's path because his path, um, God knows more than, um, than the news, not to be in, not to be weird and not to be too spiritually minded that you don't know if your feet on the ground and you don't know what's going on because we do have to know what's going on to be a voice for the oppressed. But I'm saying, don't just take hook, line and sinker sing when you're in fear or, you know, just don't like do something drastic because somebody said, um, you know, something, you heard something, and then you make some drastic move with your finances or with your relationships or whatever. Don't do anything, like seek, seek counsel. There's um, safety in a multitude of counselors, godly counselors. Remember, we just read, um, you know, that um, for the wisdom of the wise will keep life on the right track. Follow the wisdom of the wise. Follow people who've known God, who are successful in something or they failed at something and came back out of it, something that you are pursuing or, um, you know what, I mean, we're so blessed right now because we have so much access to so much good teaching and so much help out there these days. Um, I want to get through Proverbs 14 and it's really long, but, um, I'm just going to go through some things here. Verse 20, the poor are disliked even by their neighbors, but everyone wants to get close with the wealthy. So I just want to, um, you know, encourage you that if you're struggling financially and it's like you just watch other people and everybody's like, oh, ah, did you see they just got that new Mercedes SUV and, you know, or they just got their new this or they just got this big house and everything. And you've been in the same studio apartment for 15 years, <laughs> but you're doing your best to serve God and, you know, um, whatever, um, you know, people and, and you have friends that are like, kind of like dissing you and not calling you as much, but they, they're constantly calling these other people. You know, they seem, people seem to be gravitating toward these other people because of what they have, you know, um, where they've been, what they have, the status in life. Don't worry about it because God sees you and you are a superstar in his eyes. And these things are only temporal and things can change for you. If you just follow God, things can change with one phone call. Don't, you know, don't let the hype of people, you know, being mesmerized by people, places, and things. And you're not, you know, uh, impressive in any of those areas in popularity. I mean, I, I'm with you guys, <laughs> you know, in popularity, you, you don't have popularity, you don't have um, a whole lot of riches, um, and you don't have a whole lot of things, whatever. It's like, it's okay. Like, don't, you know, um, because God, it's only temporary because God's going to raise you up. There's a lot of scriptures that say God's going to raise you up and he's got something special for you. So, um, don't, it says it is, a, it's a sin 
to despise one who is less fortunate than you, but when you are kind to the poor, you will prosper and be blessed. So let's also not be like that ourselves. Like let's not neglect our friends or people we know that are having a hard time and not as fun to be with because they're down and out than the ones who are like, yeah, I'll meet you. You know, let's meet. There's a high tea at blah, 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 you know, in Beverly Hills. And like, oh, that's so, you know, fancy schmancy. Like don't just be with the fancy schmancy people. Like be with, um, you know, see who's hurting. Like make yourself a detective of what you can do to help other people today because guess what we're all going to be there i don't care if you got money or not we're all going to go through hardship um you could have a big mansion but sometime in that mansion you, you're going to shed some tears like it, it's it's not a fix-all like my late pastor used to say you know money answers it talks about in um what is it um is it ecclesiastes or lamentations i forgot which book but you know money answers all things there's a scripture that says that but he says money answers all things that money answers in other words you know, like remember the Beatles said, "Can't money can't buy you love." Like money can't buy you love. It can't buy you good relationships. Of course, like if you, like money does answer a lot of things. It, it could give you an improvement of a home. It can give you an improvement of a car that's always breaking down. But it doesn't answer all, everything that you need. So, um, okay, let's see. I don't like saying um so much. Uh, I'm just gonna stop there because this is a long a long podcast. Okay. You guys have a blessed day. Have a blessed evening. Know you are immensely important and loved by God. Jesus loves you. He would leave the 99. You're that important. He would leave 99 just to come and save you. So I just pray you have a blessed day that, that, um, anything I said that could speak into your life that was from the throne of God is what you're going to remember. Anything I said, that's kind of like, meh, came from the book of Mindy that, um, you won't remember because <laughs> I am a broken vessel, a carrier of God's glory in this earthen vessel too. And so, um, I just thank you, love you all for even listening and honoring me with your time. Have, um, be blessed. Shalom.